Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Keith of Kentucky, and you're tuned into another episode of So There's That Podcast. I want to take a quick second to say thank you for my listenership. I appreciate you for pressing play. You could have listened to any other podcast, but you came here, and I appreciate you. I'm going to start the episode off with some good news and a brief background of what's going on, right? So I don't know what it is. But I've had this number, 1133, follow me since I was a young child. There used to be a show on TLC called Trauma in the ER. For a back brief, there was a kid that passed away at the time, 1133. Since that time, as I I can only imagine, I think I was about 11 or 12 when I was watching this show. That number has followed me ever since, and I've never been able to understand why. As I got older, I did my Googles and I, my, my research, and I, I came to find out what the meaning of that number was to me. So much so, it meant a lot to me that I ended up getting tattooed on me. The number is 1133, um, and it's very special to me now more than ever. On the way to work today, I, uh, I was thinking about this number and what it meant to me and how I could apply it to some things that were going on in my life right now. So in the very Beyonce matter that I'm about to do this, and I hope it makes sense, hopefully just, just stay on track here. So, okay, you got two ones in 1133. So two years ago, um, two years ago was 2019. I could very much say that 2019 has been the most trying and terrible year to me. Um, I went through a lot of personal and professional losses. I I, I took a lot of loss and ills that year. I, I started off the year coming off the tail end of having my daughter, which was my third child. I was in my postpartum period. So I was working on my fitness, trying to get back in shape. Um, also trying to prep because I found out that I was, um, in zone for promotion. My civilian friends probably won't understand what that is, but in zone means that you will now be looked at for the next rank in your military branch. The year prior to that in 2018, I took my first ill for that because um, I was pregnant with my daughter at that time, beyond other circumstances that I will never know because the boards don't keep an after action report. So you just be lost whenever you take an ill, whenever you get passed over, they're just like, well, fuck you, figure it out. And they give you these people and say, here's a career counselor. And they're doing the same fucking thing because they don't know what was said in a boardroom. So I'm coming off the tail end of having my daughter. I took my first sale starting 2019. I've claimed it in this very personal way and said, okay, it's 2019. I got this. I'm going to get my post, uh, my pre-baby body back. I'm going to go to this course that one of my uh, leadership um, told me that I should go to. He is very adamant adamant about me going to this course. He said it would look good on my record since I was coming off of, you know, the getting passed on the last board. And yes, I am being super transparent with you this episode. So just brace. I'm trying to be as fast as possible. It's going to make a quick episode, hopefully. So I go to this course. I'm away from my family. Um, and, and, and away from my family in a way where I have to travel five hours to go to another training site. My husband's at home with three kids. Um, one that has just not, uh, barely on the way to turn one. I'm missing my daughter's first birthday. 
Um, but this is my career. These are things and sacrifices that these motherfuckers be talking about all the time. And so I figured, well, you know, I guess it's time to do this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? I got to do this. Um, and I go to this course. I bang that out. I'm PTing. I'm doing as much as I can to make sure that I'm doing what I need to do so that when the next time somebody looks at me on a board, um, they cannot shit on me. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're going to take me because I'm a good fucking leader. So I'm at this course, I graduate, I do really well there. And I have, uh, my mother has, her health has just like suddenly declined. I'm talking about while I'm in school, I'm getting phone calls from my mom. She's kind of like out of, I don't mean to say it like this, but she's, she's literally out of her mind. She's saying some things to me and some things to my sister that alarm us. Uh, I'm going through this while in North Carolina, away from Virginia, away from my husband, away from my kids, and I'm dealing with that. There was an incident that occurred while I was in training and where my mother's friends had called me and scared the shit out of me. Um, It was a crazy time. I graduate from that course. I come back. My husband now is going to this course. So now I'm single parenting this shit out. And I am holding down the fort while he goes to training. But before he goes, I let him know because I've experienced all this thing, these things with my mother. I need to go home. I need to fly home to go see my mom. Go home for like two, three days. See my sister. Make sure that she's good and she's um, mentally intact. Go see my mother. And I know immediately when I see my mother that in my head that this may be the last time I physically get to see my mom. She was very, very small. I could tell that she uh, was kind of like losing her mental uh, stamina. And uh, in my heart, like I'm, I'm waiting for some kind of miracle to occur so that I could, you know, make it through whatever this is and, and, and have my mother, you know, get back to normal. So I go back home to Virginia. My husband's at his course in North Carolina and right Um, before he graduates, my mother passes in November of 2019. I am over it at this point. Um, 2019 was a fucking horrible year. And then we took 2019 and rolled right into 2020. Mind you, during all this time, since 2018, I've taken L after L for promotion. And I don't know what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like I, The board members don't know who I am. They don't know my story. They see a screenshot of what you've accomplished. And then they make a determination of whether they feel like you are right to be promoted or if you have uh, the maturity to be promoted to the next rank. So you're relying on a, you know, a group of 30 senior enlisted Marines um, that, that get to make that decision about your life, which it's, it's, I, I could only guess that it's a hard feeling. You only have so many places that you can put people in. It's not shitting on the game. I just feel like, God, I can't wait until they do something better about how they let people know where they fucked up. That's my only thing. I say all this to say that two years and six months from the shitty ass year that I had, Okay, because I'm going back to my 1133 theory, right? Two years, six months. I've graduated from college, okay, which was a big deal. That was something that me and my mom, you know, she really wanted me to graduate from college. That was one of her things for me to 
be in the military. She really wanted me to stick it through and see it through and continue and don't forget about that. So I ended up doing my virtual ceremony um, last week. I celebrated my son's ninth birthday. And this week, when selection results were released, I finally <laughs> was selected to be the next rank. After much adversity, after many low moments um, and giving up last year, honestly, if I'm being real transparent with y'all, I was ready to, you know, put in my reenlistment paperwork in order to get some extra time to decide what I wanted to do. I figured I was in the Mecca of GS opportunities, government jobs and federal jobs that I would get the fuck out and get my step, uh, my foot in the door there, or I would go collaborate with some other people and friends that I know on some things. And I would just get out. And I had to have a sit down with myself because I was like, girl, you've you've given like 13 years to this organization and you kind of going to have to come to terms with walking away with nothing. And so after, you know, I, I, you know, you have to have these discussions with your husband and your family. You have to make sure that you're making the right decision. And I was like, okay, well, let me just see this shit through. Except for I went through 2021, I, I walked into this year, not nonchalantly, but very much accepting whatever outcomes were coming my way. Like I was very much on it, the it is what it is shit. Like, and people were like, you know, the board's coming out soon. I was like, yep, I know it is. And are you excited? I'm like, I don't know. Like it is what it is. And that wasn't me not believing in myself, but I, I, I had to approach this year differently because I felt myself um, and for people like my military friends on here that have never experienced taking an L on a promotion board, it's a different kind of, it's a different kind of slug in the face. Like it really is because the results come out. It's like this public thing. People are looking for your name. People want to text you and say, oh man, I'm sorry. So you might not even seen the list, but you see somebody text you saying, I'm sorry. And I'm like, y'all got to stop doing that shit. <laughs> Y'all, I know y'all mean well, friends, but stop doing that to people. That shit is so, it, 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 I don't even know how to describe the pain when you look at, and you might have a common last name. So you think you see your last name, you don't see your last name. You see somebody that you train, somebody that you, and you start getting into this, like, why not me feeling? And when I realized I started feeling like that ugliness and I didn't like it. I was like, I'm not going to give a fuck about this anymore because I don't want to feel like I'm looking at other people and comparing them to myself because I know what I bring to the table. And I know what those individuals bring to the table. And I don't want to compare myself with them. But much of this organization is comparison, is competition. And I have to come to terms with that too. But look, this year I came into it like, look, I'm going to get mine. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to get all the shit that I'm supposed to get that I've earned. And I'm not going to worry about anything else. Because the people I work for know what I bring to the table. The people who I don't work for know what I bring to the table. Because my name is known. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I had to own and embrace that and be in my ego shit on that level. So that I knew win or lose, I know where I stand. You know what I'm saying? And it takes a bunch of people who don't know you 
who have never worked with you or created projects with you, they don't know that. And they're only going off of what they can see. And it's not a lot, really, when you're looking at certain paperwork, some things that, you know, beyond the surface. And so I say all that to say that resiliency, and it was a lesson because we had like a female, um, what we call PMEs. We had basically a forum discussion um, at work. And the topic of this month was Fucking goodness gracious! It's this shit. This shit crazy. Now that I'm I'm talking about this stuff, it was resiliency, stress management, and persistence. And I feel like over the last two years, like God and the universe have been trying to teach me to be still, to be patient, and to stop worrying about what other people got going on, and focus on me, and worry about me, and be genuine in your thoughts and your well wishes. It, and shit will come to you. Shit will come to you, but also work towards it, but also write it down and be nice to yourself and say nice shit about yourself because you are the shit. You contribute something. Um, you you help people out. You assist others. Your uh, innovation is needed. Like you, you, your creativity, the way your thoughts roll out your mouth and into the ears of others. You have to say this this shit to yourself. And that's what I've been on since the beginning of 2019 or 2021. I took my birthday and I went to go sit in a hotel room and I was doing homework, but I was also being nice to myself. I was treating myself. I was, I was caring for myself and I wasn't worried about shit else. I wasn't worried about what other people felt about what I was doing for myself. And I had a different mindset and I had to switch gears up just a little bit and and maybe even kind of not think about these shits that were causing me so much stress and just let it be. I had to let it be. And thankfully, I can say that I will be promoted to the next rank. And I'm very thankful for that. And I'm going to keep on the same path. This means a lot to me, but this does not define me. This is something that I get to clap for myself, but I know I got to look at the next goal now. And it might not even be career related as it pertains to right now. Now that I know that I was able to obtain this, this makes my, my lateral limits just open up. You know what I'm saying? I know what I can do. I know my abilities. And sometimes you got to look at, you got to sit down with yourself and be real with yourself and then love on yourself and then figure out what you want to do. And then really just put the work in and do that shit. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys. I know it was very long-winded. It was my testimony. 1133, two years from 2019 on the sixth month. I conquered a major goal of mine in my professional life. And I'm very happy and excited. I'm ready to lead the way and mentor and sit down with young kids and find out what they want to do and be real with them and be transparent with them and respect them as adults coming in here. I'm telling you, I, I got a different way of doing business, but it works for me. And I'm so glad that the people that have worked with me appreciated the way that I was able to guide them. And I bring something to the table as far as that, that's concerned. And I'm looking forward to that. So I'm very happy. I'm, I'm thankful for the support for the tribe that I had around me, my group chat. The ones that heard me bitching, complaining, venting, why me into them. Um, thank you. I love y'all. To my friend Alicia, thank you so much 
for constantly reminding me that you were praying for me because you knew it on a different level what I was going through. My friend Lindsay, shout out to you. You was going through some of the same struggles that I was going through and we both made it, baby. There's so many people that I feel like this was our season uh, to be redeemed and come throughout uh, as winners in this. And I'm so proud of y'all as well. And I hope y'all do amazing things and really keep pushing forward and don't let this be the the time to be complacent. Like really show them what the fuck they gave you. Like you gave me this. Okay, well, I'm about to show the fuck out. So I'm looking forward to seeing all of us. Some of my babies was in there. Like there were people that I, <laughs> I taught that I was platoon sergeant for and they didn't caught up to me. And I appreciate that. Something about that is very significant. There was a lot of people that um, were selected that I served with in Pensacola. And if you know me well, you know that Pensacola was not my favorite duty station because of a lot of the leadership issues that I felt like I encountered there. And so to see a lot of people from that unit also be included, something about this shit. I don't know if I'm getting more spiritually in tune with my shit, man, but I like it. <laughs> I really do like it. So we're going to get into some mess. I really just wanted to share that with y'all. If you're going through something, you feel like I didn't try this shit. I tried that shit. I did it this way and did it that way. Just just be still for a second and, and think think about your next move and how you want to move. And then make sure you love on yourself along the way and stop being so fucking hard on yourself. That's all I really wanted to say. Shout out to me. <laughs> I got to say that. Shout out to me. For sticking in there and, and doing it and making it happen. And um, I wish my mom was here to see this. I wish my dad was here to see this. Um, but they will eventually. You know what I'm saying? They see it. I know you see it. So let's talk about some music mess. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all, we back. I don't know what it is. It's Friday. It's June 11th. We in Gemini season. And I feel like the ladies are coming full throttle on today. Um, we've got some features from Nicki Minaj. We got some music from Cupcake, if you're familiar with her. Apparently, she thinks that the girls are boring. I feel like that's what she's going to rely on. I really wish she wouldn't because she's super talented um, as um, a lyricist. But she, she wants to lean on that, you know, hate train shit. Um, I, I really am one of those people that are enjoying the amounts of the amount of females that we have or women that we have just popping their shit right now. Um, I'm going to save her for last. Actually, Doja Cat has an album coming out called Planet Her. I'm looking forward to that. I like how she genre bends. Like she's, she can sing. She can't sing, but she can sing. She sounds really nice too. She sounds beautiful when she sings. Um, and she's actually really good on wordplay, which y'all know I, I am a sucker for wordplay. If you know how to give me multiple meanings in one sentence, I fuck with you. Like I love that type of lyricism and that type of art within my music. So I, I'm looking forward to Doja Cat. She released a song and a visual today called Need to Know. Um, I don't want to say I love it, but I do like it. Um, I only gave it one or two listens. But I, I like her styling and how she stylizes her music. So I'm definitely going to run it back. I'm just not certain if that's something that 
That'll definitely be on my gym playlist. I think it's a good gym playlist song. Check it out either way. Everybody that I'm talking about right now, I'm not shitting on today. We're doing nothing but love today. I'm not even Nicki Minaj. But I did not listen to the feature. Um, because I don't know who Polo G is. Was that Shay Phaedra? I don't know. Like, but I'm gonna I'm gonna run it back. So so can I put you on to something real quick? Dream Doll had a song years ago. I won't say years ago because it wasn't that long ago, but she had a song where she was like moaning on the track. <laughs> and I was very confused. And I was very upset. Like she sounded like a baby, but she was also moaning. And I was like, bitch, if this is what you're going to give us, I want you to take it back to the grocery store and get a refund. Like we don't want this but i think a lot of girls was trying to model how uh their flows off of Nicki minaj and so she was i think she was going into that lane and then she realized you know what i could bring this i could bring this down like i could give y'all trouble bass in my voice like i could give y'all 90s foxy brown in my shit right now and that's what she did i don't know what she modeled that voice off of but she went back and tried again. Like she, she, she realized that that was not what we was gonna be here for. So Dream Doll has done like a restructure of her flow and her sound, and I have to say that I'm here for it. Her and Erica Banks had a song called "What Is That?" To that, um, and, and, and Dream Doll slid on that track. I'm not necessarily. Hmm, I said I was keeping a positive there, but I'm not that, I'm not so much here for Erica Banks. Like I've heard some stuff. I, I like her flow, but I haven't heard anything that I would listen to from start to finish from Erica Banks. Not yet, but she still knew. So I'm going to give her time because I gave Dream Doll time. I didn't necessarily count Dream Doll out. I just didn't like the way that she was coming at me like this. Like I didn't like the, the, the stuff that she was giving me, but this Dream Doll, this 2021 Dream Doll, I'm here for her because she really just coming with it. She has a song out right now called Tryouts where she is doing a little playfulness about all of the women within the industry right now. I actually have to run it back. I haven't heard it. I've only heard, you know, snippets of it on some of the IG pages. Shout out to Shay Room and Neighborhood Talking. Kim Barbie once again. Um, I'm... I think Azealia Banks had posted something. I know how y'all feel about Azealia Banks, but she she spit a quick little bar on there and it made me interested again. Fantasy, I know how y'all feel about it, but Fantasy, her mixtape is just bop for bop. It just really is. And she has so much, like she just pisses the girls out. off. And I'm not here to necessarily say that she's problematic because about... Seventy-eight percent of the time, the shit that she be saying do make sense. Should she have said that? Because she could have kept that in the drafts, possibly. Yeah, she probably could have kept that in her brain house and group, but she chose not to. And as long as she ain't hurt nobody, kill nobody. Now I'm at this point where I don't give a fuck. I'm not canceling Azealia Banks. Now, does don't get me wrong. She done said some shit that uh, I probably should cancel her. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I'm not going to do it. I love fantasy. She ain't touched on nobody. She ain't hurt nobody. She ain't, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not canceling Azalea. I'm sorry. I know y'all, I don't know who wants to hear it, but uh, if you did want to hear it, it ain't going to happen. So I'm looking for, I, I want her to release something. I want her to get in her 
get in the bag that she was in for that minute because there was a time in 2011 where she was just giving us hits. She gave us licorice. She gave us um, Van Vogue. She gave us uh, 212. Oh my gosh. Bobbities. And then she... Mm, I don't even know what happened. Like your girl was on a road to success. High-end fashion industry. Carl Lagerfeld. You know what I'm saying? Probably jacked up his name. But they they loved the girl. She was like slim petite. They wanted her to wear all of their clothes. She was out here spinning bars. She was doing different differently. Easily could have been toe-to-toe with Nicki Minaj. And I don't care what y'all gotta say. Cause sing, can sing. Azealia was truly, truly, truly um finna be that bitch. And then she just pissed off the wrong people, I think. I don't know. But I feel I feel like she could make a comeback because people are embracing this, this, um, I'm going to say what I want to say type shit from celebrities and kind of letting it go, or at least they do it with male celebrities. So that's another thing. I just don't feel like I'm not going to, I'm not going to cancel her when we got a lot of men to just say a lot of out of pocket shit and we let that shit rock. So fuck all that. The future is female freestyle Friday out this bitch and we not doing it. I'm here for it. But what I really came to talk about today, we're going to keep this episode uh, low key short, maybe. I don't know, but I want to spend some time shouting out, make the stallion. I want make the stallion to personally know that I've played the song thought shit several times today. I've watched the music video several times today. Now, I don't know if it was part of your team that said, let's send the video out and get some celebrity responses. That might've been just a little bit corny, but I accept it because it did, you know, it did give some intrigue and make me want to look at the video. I woke up bright and early this morning to get ready for work. I re- I saw a um, picture from the video and I was like, oh shit, let me look at the Meg Thee Stallion drop. Thought shit, honestly, I sent a text to my friends because I was like, I'm scared. Because between the whole DJ Khaled getting sent the video and he got to screen it and he's like, oh, this is too much. It was giving me, is this going to be crazier than WAP vibes? Like, I was like, "Mm, uh, Megan, like, so... I feel like I'm the fake publicist for Meg The Stallion right now, right? So I do a lot of getting angry in the comments for Meg The Stallion because I don't want for her own mental health to be in these fucking comments. Because as, I, as I've said on previous episodes, a lot of the comment section is so fucking fickle and, and, and flip-floppy that I just can't. Like I get pissed on behalf of Meg the Stallion because I just feel like all she did was live her fucking life. She went through a uh, she went through this this incident that I feel like if you look at it either way, if you felt like Tory Lanez did it or not, she got fucking shot. So I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Y'all hear me over here getting aggressive and shit about Meg the Stallion in Instagram comments. That's how I be. So I be hoping she don't go in there because. Anytime there's a post about Nicki Minaj, all the fucking barbs come out of nowhere. Or if there's a post about Megan, mind our own business, doing anything, got a cute ass picture with Partisan or whatever. They come, oh, I can't wait for Nicki Minaj to come. Yo barbs are the ones that make us hate you, truly, honestly. I wish I didn't not like Nicki Minaj, but I hate your fans 
so much because y'all don't let us like the folks that we like. Like, mind your own business. Go over to that side of Twitter if you want to stand for Nicki Minaj all day. Like, we don't give a fuck, but let us have our things. Like, and I've talked about this before, but it's so hard because you want to go on there and like do your little hard eyes and clap emojis for your fave and then you gotta look in the comment and scroll past several different people saying that they wish she would switch her flow up or that all she do is talk about dick or sex or whatever and i get tired of that because there's a lane for that that's her lane is you want to keep her flow a certain way y'all let ti sound all sorts of ways whenever he fucking rap and all these other rappers i don't know why ti was the first to come to mind we probably got thoughts and prayers for him because he finna go to jail anyway moving on but y'all let all these male rappers keep the same flow for decades but megan stallion gotta be a fucking magician every time she release a record is ridiculous to me i don't get it megan releases great music i love her music now was i a little nervous <laughs> because I did want her, I want her to showcase versatility. Okay. And she's done that in a different, in different type of ways in her career. She has a co-host spot on the show legendary. So she's been judging that and also kind of getting, um, you know, seeing a different world and something to maybe tap into creatively, you know, within her music. So I was hoping that she was maybe inspired from that experience and maybe implement that into some of her music. I am looking forward to that. Whatever the new album is, I hope that she, 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 there is, this might be a controversial thought, but there is, I mean, getting in with the gay community. Okay. I'm talking about Getting, getting one of those songs that RuPaul plays for the lip sync of your life. Like there, there is a staying power with releasing one of those songs. Since once you make it in the gay community, baby, you there forever. Like there's, listen, I, and I think she does with body. I think that she has kind of maneuvered in there, but maybe with her working on legendary, which is a great show, by the way, I set up and binge watched it. I love uh house and uh, the the house concept and trying to respect and learn about that i went on a rampage a uh, googling um about crystal labasia and uh octavia saint laurent i am obsessed like i was on google doing research all the time but i hope she really does take from that experience and not like appropriate it or anything like that but to um honored that especially since she's been kind of like the door's been open for her to kind of you know maneuver the way she wants because they allowed her the opportunity to be a host on there so you just want her to step out of yeah like doing thought music so when i hear that the song is called thought shit i'm like uh these hoes is not gonna let her live and she don't hear talk about sucking dick all the time now come on we gotta do something because I'm, I'm i'm tired of fighting in the comments on your behalf <laughs> so this is what meg stallion did she took a break she took a little hiatus from social media i'm not sure if that was necessary but you know you got to keep the people going and in intrigue so I, i'm not mad at it tells us about this Releases a pretty, um, there's nothing too sensational anymore about some of these release photos or anything like that. Like it was her in a nurse outfit. Like, and that's not any crazy, anything crazy. When I think of nurse outfits, I think of it, was it Blink-182 that had the nurse lady? 
Y'all know if y'all grew up in the TRL area, y'all know what I'm talking about. So the the video drops, and I was like, bitch. <laughs> I was like, bitch, you did it. You did it. She 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 gagged y'all. The ones in the comments. That's what I feel like. She named the song that shit. But if you listen to the lyrics, there's probably one or two mentions of actual sexual things. She used that as an opportunity to have an attention grabber, to bring y'all ass in so y'all felt like I was finna say some shit about what she was talking about. Oh, Megan talking about the same shit. Oh, Megan got the same fucking flow. Oh, the girls are missing Nicki Minaj. Nah, fuck y'all. <laughs> Megan went the fuck in for about three minutes about you hoes. Switched the flow several times. And then usually, most usually, I mean, mostly use that as an opportunity to shit on y'all. And it wasn't about no thought shit at all. It was honestly, maybe thought shit is 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 making y'all eat y'all words out this bitch. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe thought shit got a new meeting now. Either way, I'm excited. I'm happy. We have so many women releasing dope ass tracks. This is the energy that I'm looking forward to. Like, I love it. I feel like we're one step closer to our ladies night 2021 or 2000 and beyond, wherever the fuck, we, whenever we're going to get it. But we have so many great women in the industry right now. I'm not really big on Lotto. Like when I say I'm not big on Lotto, that means I've never searched her name and listened to any of her music. But when I do see snippets, I do like what I hear. I just not have, I haven't ventured to listen to anything of hers. I know I should. I should give Lotto a chance. And people, the, the people give her a big, you know, they give her the shit for naming herself Mulatto. And yes, that's crazy. I think she's young. I'm not making no excuses for her. She should have known better than name herself Mulatto and fucking who the light skinned Keisha girl. Apparently she's supposed to be on Real Housewives of Atlanta. We don't want it. We barely want Portia right now, but I still love it. I'm sticking beside her. I'm going to stick beside her. <laughs> Because this whole Fallon shit, and that moves me right on to the next third. This whole Fallon interview shit is contrived. And I know a lot of people getting on Simon because he keep opening his mouth because it seemed like he want a piece so bad. But he got a right to defend himself too. So it is what it is. The shit still look horrible. It looks like horrible optics. Is Portia happy? Is Simon happy? Is Fallon happy? I don't know. Fallon seemed like during the interview, she said it was only between her and Simon and that she does not blame Portia, which leads me to believe that there was some shit going on that we have no clue that may be unleashed. But at this point, ain't y'all tired? I'm tired. I barely want this shit to be touched on the next season of uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like I said from the last episode, I feel like they're going to ice Portia out. I'm not certain who's going to record with her, but I have seen that Sheree has been next to her. Sheree and, and Phaedra were out the other day. <sighs> Usually you kind of see, yeah, kind of get a feel of who's around. But then again, we just had the reunion last month. So ain't no telling. I'm not really looking forward to it anyways. I ain't going to lie to y'all. But Real Housewives of Potomac, we got LaDom coming back to our cameras. It looks like there's some drama with Wendy. She finally gets to see the Giselle's a fucking idiot. Not sure why she decided she wanted to get on the side against Monique last season and look like a total idiot, only to get 
only to get that action this season. But guess who's here for it? Me. I'm ready to see all the drama and the craziness. Is Jamal coming? Probably not. It looks like they're going to uh, break up or she's going to uh, lie to us once again about the status of their relationship. We don't care. We don't care about Robin. I only care about Ashley Darby, okay? Um, Giselle does give us hilarious moments, so I am here for her to a, a certain extent. But she is really an instigator. And I just one thing I cannot stand is we sent her having fucking dinner, right? Enjoying our time. And then you bring up some messy shit. And then you kind of walk away. Like she does it in a way where she knows. She knows she's bringing up shit or starting shit. And then she tries to like, I don't know. I can't even say she tries to hide her hands because she don't at this point. She just throws it on the table, gets the shit popping and then looks at you. I don't know. I am here for um, this. I, I I hope Ashley Darby ain't getting cheated on again this year by grandpa. Like, I didn't even realize myself and Ashley Darby are the same age. I want Ashley Darby to do better. Because once she leaves Michael, I don't think she realizes this, but we'll like her a lot better. But then again, fuck us, girl. Get your love and your sugar daddy, sugar daddy energy. I, you know what? Who am I? Who am I? Anyways, Wendy. Well, I said something about Wendy already, but it looked like she's going to be much more palatable this season. I couldn't stand her last season because it just felt like she... Didn't get the full story and shit. And she kind of automatically took sides on certain things. And that pissed me off a little bit about Wendy. Candace. It looked like the new girl was about to throw something at her. So I'm okay. I don't know if I'll ever find it in my heart to like Candace. <laughs> she cried too much. I got to look up her signs. She, I, she can't be one of us. She can't be a Pisces. It, oh, like I don't want to believe that. What is Candace? I'm going to look it up. Yep, y'all waiting for me to. What sign is Candace Dealer? Dealer. Candy Eyes. She got an extra eye in her name or some shit. Where's the. Oh, she a Sagittarius. Ah. <laughs> that tells me all I need to know. Anyways, we're going to wrap up the episode, guys. I had a little bit of time to record and go over some quick type shit with y'all. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much. We're going to come back and close the show. I don't really got too much. To- Actually, we could just close the show right now. <laughs> Look, I don't know when I'm going to see you back. I do appreciate all the love that I've received on previous episodes. I'm going to do my best. To come back to y'all when shit is popping out here on these streets and again also i am looking forward to the day uh not the debut album shit they ain't had plenty of albums come out migos is out if y'all carry y'all ready get your stumble rap on or mumble rap on i'm not gonna lie to y'all i'm going to check it out because i have an affinity for takeoff and a little bit for offset actually i don't know about quavo anymore quavo used to be my number one and now he's not anymore he's not the beyonce anymore we lied about that um migos got album out um, and uh, hiatus, hiatus Coyote, June 25th. There's another album coming out June 25th. Oh, Doja Cats. So that was a speed round of some last minute things. Also, if you're listening to the episode and you have anything that you want me to promote, I'm thinking about filling in some blank space spaces in between our transitions into next subjects with promotions of your products. So if you have an Etsy, if you have a store, anything like that, send me a small script. And you can find me at, uh, so there's that pod 
on Instagram and you can find me at Keith the Kentucky Presents. Um, so there's that podcast on Facebook. You can find the messaging tool on there and send me your script. And I'm going to do that shit free of charge. Like I said, free of charge because I'm just trying to learn how to read from scripts, y'all. The next goal of mine is to to audition for some shit. And so I got to learn how to read. (laughs) And promotion ceremonies are not the only ones that I want to read from because after a while, you just... That becomes so repetitive. You already know what you're finna say. So I like learning these things. I'm doing it free to help you, to help me. I have a little bit of a listenership. So I should be able to touch out and help you get the people that you need to your business. So I am offering that. Remember to message me on those platforms if you need assistance. And I'm sending love, uh, all the good stuff out to you guys. I feel so blessed. I hope you feel blessed. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. That's been the news from So There's That. We'll talk to you soon.